Blood fire. What's going on with your boy, boy? How you been, man? I'm good, man. What's going on? Shit, this happy New Year shit. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> this happy New Year shit. That's all. <laughs> just, just a brand new uh, 2021. That's it, man. That's it, bro. Yeah, man. Welcome back to the show, man. This is the Push Pop of the Podcast on Showtime. And it's your boy, Provoc, the EC Affiliate. We're going to have it. What, 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 what? We got a real special guest. What's going on? Who else we got on here? It's Valerie. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's your girl, Val, you know, down there rapping for the ATL. So it's, we got a nice little mix, man. We got West Wisconsin. We got uh, the, 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 pretty much the state capital, Green Bay. <laughs> And then, we, <laughs> and then we got uh we got uh Val down there from uh, uh Atlanta, Georgia. So yeah, man, we 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 gonna hop right in, man. We got our introductions out the way. First episode of 2021. So thank y'all for tuning in, man. We really appreciate everything y'all been doing so far as, as far as the, the viewership and all that. So so keep it locked in, keep it locked in on the push positive podcast. What you got going on though, bro? Nothing, man. Just ready to get into it, man. Let's get right to it, man. Let's just call this the uh, the 2020 year wrap-up. Let's get into it. Let's see what 2020 was like, and, and let's talk about the big things that happened in 2020. Let's go for it, man. That's an excellent point, man. You know, some of the things that I think about right off top, you know, you can't go without mentioning COVID-19 and the way that it's affected us. In general, you know, as a country, as individuals, and, and just everything that came along with it from, you know, the government giving away free money to us being able, you know, being stuck, stuck in the house and us being able to work from home and all that type of shit. It's just a crazy life-changing experience, and I never thought I'd see nothing like this in my life, but 2020 was the year. Absolutely, and I, the one thing that I, I took away from 2020 was the, um, the movements that happened um, in the Black America. As far as trying to get get to where we need to be, whether it be through the rioting, whether it be through the protesting, whether it be through, you know what I'm saying, people taking political stands all over America. And I, actually, it was all over the world, pretty much. So, I mean, it was a big thing this year with all of that going on. So, uh, shout out to everybody, like, again, on the front lines that was out there putting that work in. That was a huge, uh, a huge thing that happened, happened for the black community this year. Yes, it's still going on though. They're still stepping up, so it's it's a lot to take in, and it's it's going to be lockdown soon. So the whole United States, get what ready. You mean? <laughs> what what you hearing out there? Oh, don't be scaring nobody. What you hear? <laughs> <laughs> the way the news make it seem is that we're not going to be able to go outside for a long, long time after the end of this month. <laughs> wow, that's what they're talking about. Yes. They talking about closing the whole everything, lockdown, all the states down. That's gonna be really like not good. I mean, we was talking a couple podcasts ago though. They gonna have to do something. I mean, because obviously what the, what they doing now ain't working. Goddamn, well, my coworker just got COVID nineteen and we working from home. How the fuck you get COVID? <laughs> you ain't gotta leave. <laughs> you send yourself up. Yeah. Before, but, right. Um, and what I what I think twenty twenty did to it show us that. It is feasible for us to have some political influence, not necessarily um, at the rate of political power that we we once talked about, but actual political influence on how to change in a positive way and get out there and get the votes done. You know what I'm saying? I.e., getting Trump out of office and getting Biden in there. You can see the power that we got once we get together and we can mobilize. 
and get everybody on the same page somewhat. So I think that that showed that we do have some political influence. And I was, I was, I'm hoping that we can, can continue that throughout the, the next years and all elections, you know what I'm saying, even the local elections. So I think right. that was the change in 2020 as well. Yeah, man, I think sometimes we forget that, like, it's just like, it's just like the Avengers. Like, you got to have a real motherfucking villain sometime to get motherfuckers to come together. And unfortunately, Donald Trump happened to be that individual that was willing to, you know, I mean, he he really caused us to, like, man, like, let's put our differences aside and get dude ass the fuck up out of here. You know what I mean? And that's how it is, you know, with superheroes sometimes, because Iron Man and Captain America, all them niggas, they cool by themselves. But when you getting fucking up, fucked up about a whole shit, <laughs> y'all got to band together. And that's what, that's basically what we have to do. Right. And I think the, uh, this year also, um, one thing that I took away from it too is that everybody had to adjust. It wasn't something that you weren't going to adjust to. You had to adjust, whether it be work. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people took a lot of L's this year. Some people was able to bounce back. And one thing that I noticed is that the sports world, you know what I'm saying, saved a lot of situations for entertainment for everybody because everybody was locked down at one moment. Right. And, you know what I'm saying, shout out to the sports world for trying to make things happen, especially like the NBA with the bubble and the things that they did, continuing their season and having the championship and all of that inside the bubble, leading the way for other sports to see how, how it can be ran. You know, we was also looking at baseball and how they did it, and all of a sudden, they started getting COVID cases and that kind of shut down a little bit, but they was able to finish their season as well. So, right. you know, uh, sports was able to adjust just like everybody else and, and make make it happen. And it was without fans, but it was also, it was keeping us, uh, that, that little entertainment piece for some people that was on lockdown, something to do. Right, right. Yeah, man, I like, I like what you said about the adjustments. You know, when was the last time us as adults have been made to make an adjustment against our will. Because, you know, back when we was being raised in our parents' homes and things like that, adjustment wasn't nothing but a snap of a finger. Your motherfucker, t- your mama tell you to do this instead of that. That's an adjustment. However, as adults, when was the last time you really just really made – it wasn't for, like, a relationship. It wasn't for your job. You just made an adjustment. I can't think the last time I actually just was like – I mean, unless it was something to better myself, like, you know, every May I don't drink liquor and, you know, I made it the effort to start working out and that type of shit. But other than that, I can't, I'm, I'm just wearing a mask. They, they, right. they don't tell me to wear a mask. <laughs> but sometimes adjustment has to be forced. And even though we don't want it and it's uncomfortable and it's awkward, it's still something that's needed to bring light to the changes that are needed in order to better the whole U.S. or to better a job or to better anything that you want to make better. It has to come with adjustments, even in in 2021. That's coming up. That's here right now. Right. No, you're absolutely right, man. And I know you a pro, y'all. You know, regular gym advocates and regular gym visitors and things like that. So, what was it like when they shut down the gyms for a little bit? Y'all just gave up, like well, I, was we <laughs> I was sick. <laughs> I was sick. I Right. I was sick. Like, I don't know what to do with my life. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just put this insanity in and go crazy with insanity. Me and oh, Shanti's about that? to have a couple dates a week. You know, me and Shanti's going to be jumping around this house. <laughs> you and Shanti? Hey, yes. So you, so you, did, you did stick with it and do the home workouts and stuff like that? Yes. Yep. That's what I did. What I mean, I'm like, forward? if you do that... What you do when they shut down the Wi Fi? <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was salty for a minute because, you know, the Y was where I went to go play basketball. So I was only going there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, okay. And then I was working out at Planet Fitness five days a week. So 
when they shut down the gyms, automatically I already knew. I'm like, it's a rap for basketball. They ain't going to be lying on that no more. So no, no <laughs> but then it was cutting out. And then, you know, Planet Fitness was the last to close. Mm-hmm. So when I found out they was closed, cause I was laughing at all the other gyms. I was laughing at all the other people like, ha, your gym closed down. You can't get no workout. That's why I told you should have joined my gym. It was like, uh, <laughs> gym is closing in five days. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that, maybe you gotta readjust. <laughs> I tell you what, like I'm, I've been doing, I've been getting up every day early in the morning for the past like ten to fifteen years, working out. So it it just became a part of my life. So yeah, getting up and trying to work out from home, that's a whole other kind of motivation needed, man. Like, man <laughs> right, it is, it is hard. It is hard to get motivated from home because you you likely to sit back down at home, but when you leave the house to go do something, you're like, okay. Uh, let me get this in real quick. <laughs> yeah, and you getting your money's worth. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, to all the to all the view, uh, the listeners, you know, a, a Planet Fitness membership is damn near only like ten dollars a month if you get the basic membership. So you gotta understand, it, it's it's definitely something we all can afford. Ain't no excuses about it not fitting into your budget and that sort of thing. But even at ten dollars a month, you know, you are gonna go get your money's worth. You at the crib. It's a little bit different, you know. You got the TV on and shit. It's a little bit different, man. Because I be yeah. working out. I, I work out from home now. You know, I ain't. I ain't. Uh, since once they shut down the wire, I ain't go back. You know, whether it was hooping or whatever. But uh, I got a little home gym and the home shit to work on. It ain't nothing. It ain't like being at the wire when the motherfucker next to you looking at you like, I know you ain't gonna quit after that seven minutes. I know that right. seven minutes ain't all right. you dealing with. <laughs> right. <laughs> They be looking like that's all you got. Oh, okay. Right. You need gym more often. <laughs> <laughs> they still be doing that. Like, uh, yeah, that part. What What was your so Val? What was your biggest thing? I mean, we mentioned the COVID. We mentioned the uh the black unity in the community. What was your big takeaway from twenty twenty? If you had to have one, uh, it was an eye opener, and not only just not only just adjusting to like not being able to have access to people, you also have to do dating differently. And it's like, dang, like I want to go on a date, but what if he got COVID? <laughs> right. I don't wanna, like, I don't want to get dead. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, real let's talk. Let's do one call each other. <laughs> let's I do one first. part of the dating game when we all wearing these masks up. And like, everybody got pretty eyes, nigga, unless you got a right. mask or you cross right. eyes. Right, remove the mask. Right, remove the mask. I don't know what your grill look like. Okay, you all right. <laughs> no, that's the real shit, though. But it's, it's definitely an adjustment because you don't know what nobody look like no more. You know, you like, oh, you got some pretty eyes. And then if they take the mask off, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to rethink that for a second. Yeah, um, you old dog mouth ass. Right. <laughs> dog mouth. Like, <laughs> But yeah, I've been like trying to date, but like if I, I tried the online dating for the first time this year, it was a big eye opener because it's just like, you have a little bit better selection because you can kind of see what somebody want or whatever, what they supposedly want on their little profile or whatever. Yeah. And then when you see certain things like, oh, I don't want kids, like skip, 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 you know, like it's a little bit better than wasting time in person. <laughs> no, I get that. Hey, no key. Uh, my brother and his wife met on online, and they they've been married for uh they they gonna have their seven year anniversary today. And you know every relationship had their ups and downs, but at the end of the day, shit, they shit lasted longer than motherfuckers that went the whole four years of high school together. <laughs> right, right. But it makes sense though. I mean, try something different. You gotta step outside the box. It's an adjustment. Right. 
Fuck. It's definitely some creepers on there, you know. They scare you away on the first conversation, like, "Hey, I don't. Can I get a kiss? I don't got COVID." You like, wait a minute, sir. I don't even know. If I like you yet, like. <laughs> what? What? Who? A minute. <laughs> who, who listening to uh, how's the how's the eyes of Atlanta in the background? What's that background? <laughs> I don't know. That ain't that ain't me. Now, what you got? What you got going on in the background? You got a movie playing? I, I I don't have nothing going on in the background. I have nothing going on. Oh, for real? I thought I had like I heard like some background noise because like I'm looking at the thing when we recording and it got like the sound waves. You can kind of see these motherfuckers moving a little bit more than what we saying. <laughs> it's ghost in this motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> right, it's a ghost. Uh oh, uh oh. No, but there's nothing on in the back of my uh back of my uh voice. Um, the TV's off. Like there's nothing on. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, look. You know what it is? It's because we don't got headphones in. That's oh. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Well, hey, shit, we got to do what we got to do. I got a headset. Maybe I'll put mine on and see if that make it percolate a little bit. Hold right. on. But, uh, yeah, I'm pro, man. So, I love the way you jumped that off. You know, just, man, don't have me plug this motherfucker in and then end the whole podcast. <laughs> I ain't even going to risk I I just thought about that. I ain't even going to risk it. it don't is it? I mean, I'm not really hearing any uh, feedback. Are you hearing it, though? I'm not hearing I don't... it, but I can see it on the screen. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't right really now, hear it. I'm saying nothing, but I still see the little motherfucking jugs moving, you know what I mean? But, uh, oh, okay. But see, we'll make it work, man. We all got supreme clarity. We all sound clear, so let's, let's, let's fuck around and fuck with it, man. We about 15 minutes in, you know, and I think we off to a great start, you know, um, as far as just the format... Cause I do want everybody to get a chance to to talk. If you got a um, if, if it's something you want to say and, and somebody talking over you or something, I think we need to come up with some type of system, a safe word or some shit, <laughs> so we can know that somebody got something to say. Right. right. I think if we just wait till a person clear and what they're talking about, I think it'll work out real well. But I kind of wanted to jump into um how the music industry had to adapt to. Um, to 2020 and how crazy that was and seeing how they adapted to everything that was going on due to COVID, whether it be not having any uh, live shows for for a long time, uh, figuring out ways to do music sales and, and still get streams and also do uh, find different ways to uh, have income coming in because, you know, most, most people that make music get most of their money off of shows. So I think that was... Uh, a big takeaway from 2020 as well. The entertainment aspect of live shows, whether it be comedy, music, or anything else that you was into. No, you're absolutely right, man. I was actually just watching a documentary about, um, you know, guys that was kind of coming into their own at the beginning of this year as far as hot artists and, like the Baby and Lil Baby and all them. They was talking about revenue-wise how they would have really just been blowing up as far as shows and, you know, getting fifty and $60,000 one night for a show and all that kind of stuff is what they had on their books. And once everything got canceled and, you know, they, they was just talking about how they lost out on, you know, several million dollars worth of revenue that was already booked at venues and already, you know, they was already counting on doing new projects and all kind of shit, but they like, why? For what? You know, we can't go right. out and get our money because if they just doing music, the record labels are the ones eating off the music. You know, they're right. the ones doing the studio shit. They're the ones doing a, the the guys, the, the people that's really doing well is the guys that can uh, book these shows off their name and off their popularity and off their hot songs at the time. So it don't matter yeah. how many motherfucking streams you get, 
if you ain't if you ain't bopping, you hit. It looked like Val got cut off. Hold yeah, on, let me she see. did. Hold on, let me see if I can bring it back. Bring it back. Hold on, I don't even know how to do that. Hold on. <laughs> Cause normally when we get cut off, you gotta send a whole nother invite. Yeah. So I don't know how to do that while we own this motherfucker. <laughs> we record right now. But no, it's just some of the technology shit that we gonna learn and have to go through, you know what I mean? As we as we cause this ain't the only time we're gonna have a new uh a guest on the show, you know, because like I said, uh Born Logic with Melanized Media, you wanna be on there, extra dolphin that ass if he can hop on. So there's gonna be a couple people. I actually just sent her another request, so hopefully she can jump in, jump back in. But no, man, that's a that's a crazy point. But just to think about the they talking about millions of dollars just in show money. That ain't that ain't streams. That ain't selling no clothes. That's just show money that they lost. Straight show money, and I and I, I know the venues lost money, promoters lost money, everybody that was booking them as well. So, and then all of those individuals that work in those stadiums or those clubs or whatever else that they normally have this time of the year where they're making that money, everybody was affected by it. Like, it ain't just the artists, it's the people that's running the, running the, running the situation as well. Everybody from the bouncers and everything. I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, Liz decided to dual call me right in the middle of the call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey. you would try to dual call me right in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> Buddy ass, say she want to get the right. Video. I want to see you while I talk wait, to you today. Wait, how, how come I can hear myself now? You got me on speaker. Yeah, I'm on. You you on you on speaker. Can you hear yourself good now? Hold on. See, I can hear myself now. It's like a repeat. Oh, okay. I don't hear. You hear that pro or no? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it too. Oh, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know how to fix that. Why is mine not doing it? I don't hear myself twice. Cause we hit you twice. <laughs> oh wow! Don't do me. Forget y'all. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me see. I gotta think real fast. Why is doing that? Yeah, that is weird. Cause I hung up the duo, so it shouldn't be doing that anymore. All right. Do I need to um change my setting? Maybe. No. Um. So you hit the link. I yeah, I, I hit right? it. Uh huh. All right. But it give you the option um, for speaker or, you know, oh, yeah, man. like when you connect with it, it's like speaker or um, there's like three options. Do, do, do the other one. Do whatever you did the first time. Okay, <laughs> let me go back then and see. Here, here I'm going to send you another request. But yeah, while you, while you was gone, we was basically just talking about, you know, the oh, she's gone already. Oh, I went off now. Huh? Yeah, see, it must have been something with the way that she was connected, because I don't hear no double voice now. No, it's gone. Yeah, she 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 disconnected. I just sent her another uh, request. Hopefully we can get in. I, I really just, I don't want to complicate things. I really just wanted to have a, a little different dynamic to start off the new year, kind of have a woman's uh, perspective on a few things, because I know on the last podcast we did, you know, we were talking about some things, you know, that... Uh, regarding relationships or a woman's point of view and things like that, and she was asking what me and you be doing, so right. you know, for the offer out there, and she was she was excited about it. So, um, and you know, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of the, you know, like we said, we are gonna start this twenty twenty one off with some features and guest artists and guest folks and stuff like that. So this is half start, man. So y'all excuse the bumps in the road, but we definitely gonna keep this shit going, man. Absolutely, one thousand percent. 
like while we while we waiting on her to come back in, I just want to get back to the uh, 2020 wrap up and and talk about how how weird of a year it was for politics too, and how do we think that it's a realignment of the political structure on the the shit that we saw Buddy doing in office is that going to influence the next people in office to start realizing that like yeah there was a code that you could and you should follow, but due to him opening that door to saying you supposed to follow that, but but I'm not required to. I'm I'm necessarily not required to. And here's what I'm gonna do instead, and go against the grain of something that no other presidents have ever done. So I mean, I think the political structure is gonna be changing somewhat, and I just think just I, I just think altogether on how presidents conduct themselves is gonna be looked at real different now that he was in office, because can you get any worse than that? And if you can. No. God damn! Like <laughs> we in I, trouble. I think I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see an individual like him, and then we're gonna see Joe Biden, who's been a lifelong politician. He's gonna be in there for eight for eight years, and then and then what's gonna happen after that is they're gonna get another motherfucking uh nine politician, and he's gonna be in there for four years, and then they're gonna get another politician. He's gonna be in there for eight years because <laughs> we can only stand that nine politician shit for about four years. Yeah, talking about yeah, not. You back now? Nah, that's what's up. Cool. I think it's a little feedback in the background still. Is it? It, ain't, it ain't as bad as it was before, but now it's just like something choppy now. Okay. I don't even. I don't even hear that. I don't even got that on my end. It just sound right. Yeah. Is it <clears> better now? Yeah, better shit. Let's let's chop it up, man. Shit, I can't. We can't worry about the small differences. We'll figure this shit out when we when we when we do this thing again, man. Because this this is all a work in progress. We got to figure this out because we gonna have another guest uh, next Monday. So. Right. And and as far as it, to continue on the politics, you know, what I'm saying the mad bailouts, the uh, the two sets of stimulus checks that we got, uh, just just in general, like the, the politics. I think the political environment was changing this year. And I don't think it changed for the better. I think it changed for the worse. If you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so why you say it changed for the worse? Like as far as what? I just think, like I said, like the format of what we was accustomed to, oh, okay, and yeah. how it was run, and and you know how it was presented to the people. Yeah, and did the president was supposed to be a respectable motherfucker? Yeah, all that. Right. <laughs> he got caught recorded lying about not knowing. Like, yeah, that was crazy. I just don't want people to freak then, out. Uh, what you? We still freaked out though. I watched. I watched a comedy on, on Netflix about a 2020 wrap up with a bunch of comedians and actors on it. And the lady that was portraying Trump's speaker was blatantly lying in front of the camera. And every time they asked her questions, <laughs> she would lie. And they were like, "We just heard you say," it. and she was like, "Did did you really hear that?" <laughs> like, damn! Hey, I was gonna watch that shit too. I was gonna watch that. I saw it on Netflix. It's so funny, man, because that's exactly what it was like. You a lie, and and how you cover for somebody that's lying that everybody knows that they lie. <laughs> you know how crazy you got to sound? How crazy you gonna sound when you cover for somebody that's lying and everybody knows and we, about? <laughs> we know that. <laughs> You know how hard you got a lot of couple of niggas lied. We already know it's lying. You try to convince somebody that, that they crazy because you heard something that that everybody else right. heard. Like, what? Did you really just hear that? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I did. 
So I just think that the political environment changed for, for the better. And then even with this, him wanting to do a recount. Now, every president that's going to lose from now on out, what if they start saying, like, nah, y'all cheating? Nah, we need to do that over. We need now to we finna keep trying to uh, push lawsuits and do this and do that to try to get the counts. Right. Like, really? Yeah, that's giving people the wrong idea of how to go about doing things. But, you know, with this scenario, we have one of those presidents that's so such a poor loser and that it shows. And he's like, no, nah, you guys can't outvote me. Uh, yeah, we the people speak. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, we recounted. No, man. And it's crazy. So I was doing, I was just looking it up, man, just trying to figure out, you know, why Buddy Ass even trying to do, well, I mean, once you lost, he lost. But actually, due to the 28th Amendment to the motherfucking uh, Constitution, I don't know what happened back then when that was put in place, but the 28th Amendment is all motherfucking losing presidents got a right to a, a recount. So that was the only reason why he was able to even do that. It's actually a uh, 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 amendment to the Constitution. So I don't know if somebody else was whining before or, or whatever happened, but yeah, dude, only reason why he even because we would have been like, man, shut the fuck up, you lost. Right. <laughs> but it's an amendment to say, dude, ass get the the right to do it. So I don't know, I don't know, man. I I just really think it's just weird to see, like, it, it, like like Pro was saying, I don't want this to become a trend or like some normal shit. You right. know, like it's just like a motherfucker losing the NBA championship. But so, but they had LeBron there, AD, fuck that, man. We want to play game eight instead of game right. seven. So, you know, it, it really is about, you know, just, just playing by the rules, man. And like, the I don't play by the rules. <laughs> like, like we said before, like it, it's not necessarily that it wasn't in place or that we don't know that it's something that, that's feasible to get done because it's in the law. A lot of the laws are there for, for a reason. Mm-hmm. My man just been violating laws that we just know that it's just, it's not a spoken rule, but it's just common decency just to don't do certain things because right. it's going it's to taint. Number one, what it did is it just tainted the, the ideal of democracy of your vote counts or something. Right. Exactly. Somebody can say, no, it don't count. And you know where he was going to say the votes didn't count. Every right. place that he wanted to recount was heavy, heavy in African-American influence. Yep, Georgia. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't was one area. It wasn't one area that he count, he wanted to recount at. Where it was predominantly white, right? No, so again, and that's sad, bro. It was attack on the black community again, and 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 basically nobody was saying nothing about it because they were so focused on the idea that he was asked for a recount. They didn't they didn't realize most people that was that don't pay attention didn't realize that he was talking about in black communities only. Right? Yeah, it was the demographic of what he was asking for that was so shocking. Like he didn't say nothing about Connecticut. You know, normally Connecticut is a hundred percent Republican state. Ain't nothing but rich motherfuckers living in Connecticut. He ain't saying nothing about the fact that they lost Connecticut. He was talking about Georgia, yep, Georgia, and yep. Texas. <laughs> Georgia yep. and Texas, and Texas got a huge black population in, in uh, Houston and Dallas. So, you and know, it's, it's like he—it's a huge population here too in Georgia. Like, and it's more and more black African American oh, yeah, people migrating. And I think that's what what won Georgia is because so many people migrate from everywhere to come to Georgia that's minorities and African Americans that they fail to realize if if we're overtaking Georgia and elections come up, you got a chance to lose it now because there's more African Americans yeah, and my you know different. people from all over the place right. migrating. So what do you expect to happen? 
Yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. And, and they talk about the record numbers that came out this year because of Buddy Ass. You know, it's, it's yeah. motherfuckers that haven't voted since Barack Obama, man. This motherfucker, I'm talking about his first term. They ain't voted since then, and they came out mm-hmm. to vote again, and we saw those record numbers. You know, the thing is, Joe Biden right now has more individual votes than any president in the entire presidential race yeah. of this country. He got more votes than Barack Obama. He got more votes than any other president. But you know why? Just because they want to do that. But you know why? Also with Biden team, (laughs) Biden team, they did more marketing telling people to mail the ballots in. And they said, had they not told people to mail in the ballots, then he had a chance to lose the the voting um, election because people didn't want to go out because of COVID. But so many people mailed in those ballots. That's what got him more elections than Donald Trump. Right, right, right. And that was a huge part of it. That was a huge part of it, too. And they was making it real uncomfortable for motherfuckers to go out and mm-hmm. vote, too. You know, because they had these long lines yep. and telling everybody years in advance, or, you know, months in advance, hey, send your shit in there. Because mm-hmm. the day of, you're going to be standing your ass outside. It's November right. 2nd. Now, in Georgia, it ain't that bad. But November 2nd, it was... Oh, Georgia was horrible. They was closing stuff down early. The voting ballot areas was closing wow. early. They was trying to do everything in their wow. power to to keep people, keep people from voting. Vote. But <laughs> the Biden team told people to mail it in. That's what that's what made it more valid because people was like, okay, you don't want me to stand in line? I'm gonna mail my stuff in. Right. And you know, at the end of the day, the push came from the black community and all the influencers out there doing the work on the ground to get out there and get people to understand that there was more than one way. What it was about is educating people to know that there's more than one way to vote. You can right, get out there yeah. and do it these ways, and they, they, they gave them sites, they gave them education, they gave them drop-offs, spots. They, they did all of that mm-hmm. this year, and they got on that ground just to get Buddy out of there. Because he, he honestly, if he would have kept his mouth closed, I don't think it would have been that big of a fight. But due to him doing what he was doing, right. I think people came out of the woodworks to, to make sure that he got up out of there because just wasn't moving in the right direction. And he, you know, I think this year also showed that although we've come a long way, you know what I'm saying, as a, as a nation – Mm-hmm. We still got a lot of work to do, and some of this shit that we're talking about is the same old conversation we've been having since we got here. That's <laughs> the same it. conversation, exactly right. same conversation. Yeah, that's crazy. But no, man. I mean, you're right. You're right. As far as the, uh, you know, just the political venue, it, overall, it's gonna be changed forever now, man. Because I was, you know, I, I made a joke last time about how these motherfuckers. Got Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> was the governor of the largest motherfucking state in the union, you know, and he ain't from America, you know. What I mean, he determined <laughs> that motherfucker. So, so I mean, it's really a popularity contest. But uh, my daughter was doing a a project, and they were saying, uh, you know, they was asking, you know, how would you change the Twenty Eighth Amendment if you could? And, it, and and you know, I suggested something. Me and you were talking about, bro, get rid of these motherfucking um political parties. Let them motherfucker win on their own merits and on, on their own stance and, and their views and shit like that. Don't just let them motherfucker keep winning because they're Republican or Democrat because it goes it goes bad both ways. I can vote for a motherfucker that's a Democrat that really hate me. <laughs> but just right. because I'm traditionally a Democrat and I don't know the motherfucker's views or I haven't done my research, I'm just going to vote for the person. You know, and we, we got we to gotta get rid of that shit, man. We got to get that red, blue, Republican, uh, Democrat, the donkey and the elephant. And all get rid of all that shit, man. Let us just run if a motherfucker telling the truth or we lying or if he good or bad or whatever. Yeah. Man, fuck it. 
even vote for a girl, uh, a female just because she a woman. Whatever you want to do, get that right. Republican shit out of there and, and that political Either part way. Shit out of there, man. And it, it, I think it would, I think it would allow people to educate themselves on the, on the candidates as well, and also the political no process, and yeah, the political process, because right. now it would change for you to have to know instead of just relying on the fact that you ride with one side or the other side. That's lazy right there. You can just say, I don't have to know nothing about what's going on right now or the candidates. I just normally ride with this side, so I'm just going to ride with that side. You know, it, it will force people to understand the political process and actually get it, get in tune with who you actually want to vote for. And it right. wouldn't allow people to have that ignorance bliss of just saying, I'm just rocking with the other side, right. no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. so I think that would change that. No, nah, man, I think, you know, when we start having these conversations about the political power that um, people of color can have and, and just people that ain't lifelong politicians can have. I think that's the conversation we need to start looking at, man, because it was a, uh, it was a black female that was running for president. Don't nobody even know who the fuck her name is. <laughs> I just happened to know because I was doing research on it, but she was actually running for president. She was part of the libertarian party, but if you ain't Republican or Democrat, your chances of winning is goddamn slim to none. The, the, the chances of them motherfuckers winning is the same chance I got there. <laughs> <laughs> none, none, none at all. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know. But if if that if that if that political power, political party type shit wasn't there, then it would open up the gates for a couple more motherfuckers and their views and they at least opportunities, right? You know. No, I, and I think it also showed that this 2020 year was. I think it was a, a big reminder. I don't think it proved that that's who we are because I think most of us, especially if you're black, you already knew this. This is who America is. Yeah. Right. But what it did was it reminded people besides us that had that didn't have the privy to see it that America has no lack of empathy for the American poor people or black people or people of color at all. Right. None. And it, this was just a reminder. Everything that happened in 2020 was a reminder because everything that happened in 2020 just made all situations for those those groups yeah. that I just named way worse. And they suffer right. more than anybody yep. in this whole thing. And you see what you see what kind of help they got. They got nope. absolutely nothing. And they, I mean nothing by meaning those checks that were sent out, come on man. Like we already talked this on the last podcast about what other right. nations are doing right now and how much money their citizens are right. getting per month. Not one time payment right. per month to help out in these times. But this this just goes to show that they got the lack of there's there's, there's no, no empathy, empathy for, and for the it hit close to home though here in Georgia when you know you see a lot of people losing their jobs and then I, I'm leaving the complex and I'm seeing so many people with their furniture outside and it just hurt my heart to just see that and right. like you said it's a lot of heartless walks of life you know with the voting with not giving us the money that we need. Like a prime example, Canada gave they people off top. Oh, we're gonna give y'all this, we're gonna give y'all that, and then we're not gonna charge you rent for about three months, you know, which made sense. But why can't America have sense like yeah. that to know, hey, we need to waive these rents or something for three months so these people can have somewhere to live at least until we figure out what we're gonna do with this COVID, how we gonna handle it, how much of average income makes, or how much each person would probably average out per household to get by. But that none of that was right. taken into consideration, like Jamel said, and a lot of the African American people and minorities, 
Of course, they do labor jobs. So guess what? Guess who got hit it, hit the most? We did. We were impacted the most because a lot of us are not nurses and doctors as much as Caucasian and other nationalities out here. And we're struggling the most. And they don't care. Like you said, they don't care. They don't care at all. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't like the idea. I mean, first of all, uh, I ain't get my shit yet, so uh, I need to talk to uh, Miss M- 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 McDonald or whatever the fuck his name is, Miss McConnell. I ain't getting my shit yet, so I don't know if y'all missed my address or what, but uh, but yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, man, it really is about having a plan or a strategy. You see, and, and that's what that's what that's what people do, man, when they don't want to think and they don't want to figure something out, they just throw money at it. You know, that's the thing, you know, and that's what I used to do with, you know, raising my kids sometimes instead of having a conversation about this or, or how you feel about that. Or, ooh, I just throw money at the situation. Here's some new clothes. Here's a new toy. Or, Let's go on the trip. But instead of having those real meaningful, thoughtful conversations that parents and children need to have, sometimes I would just throw money at it. And that's what this government is doing. They just throwing money at us, bro. They don't want to talk to us and figure out, like you said, what's the average medium household income? in this particular city at this particular and, and really deal with some numbers. Like Pro was saying a, a week ago, he was saying these motherfuckers got data and statistics on you more likely to win an election based on if you wear a dark blue blazer and a red tie as opposed to a navy blazer or a black blazer and a, and a, and a yellow tie. Then y'all got all that information, but y'all can't figure out the fuck how much we making and according to the U.S. census what we need and what we don't need. It, it don't make sense. So they just throwing money at they just throwing money at the situation, which you know that's the American way sometimes. And it, and, it, and it ain't even it ain't even enough though. It's just like it's like a bone. It's that hey y'all look, and then you look, and then they taking something else off your plate. And that's what exactly what that stimulus check is, which is hey y'all look at this money right here, and everybody look, and while they looking at that stimulus check, they sneaking all kind of shit in with this bill that they passing along with the stimulus check that most people won't even know right. what's in the bill. Why they saying, hey, look at this stimulus check. And another thing I realized is America just got exposed for doing what they've always done, which is profit off of pain and poverty. They've been doing it. And this year it exposed it 1,000% because the richer got richer yep. and the poor got poor. Yep. Yeah. Profit off of pain and poverty. And they, mm-hmm. they always have. And they get got exposed and it blew up in their face because right now with COVID, you know, most of us ain't got no, got no other choice but to pay attention to shit like that because it ain't shit else to do, right? It made you sit your ass down and actually pay attention because nope. there ain't nothing else to do. You ain't out and about, you ain't running the streets, you ain't doing this, you ain't doing that. So it kind of forced people to pay attention. And I think that's one of the positives that came out of this is it made motherfuckers pay attention. And that's why I think the movement was so big as far as the protests and, and and that kind of shit that happened because it was during the time of COVID where a lot of shit wasn't going on and it forced right. people to pay attention. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. And now you're absolutely right. Oh, go ahead, man. No, I was, I was just going to add a little off that. Like, it does force people to pay attention and to realize, hey, even though we're going through COVID, even though all this stuff is going on and people getting evicted and they're giving us this little money like everybody say, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough money, and they need to do better with these numbers. They need, but they're not going to realistically. Because <laughs> if they were going to do better with the numbers, they would have made a better bill. They would have gave us more money than six hundred dollars. Um, they would have put in t- into reality that people still got small businesses. I got a lot of friends that got small businesses right now here in Georgia, and guess what? Their businesses have failed. They don't want to help bail out any small businesses right now 
But small businesses what make up most of America. They're, small they're, businesses they're, what make America. They'll bail out a big business though. Oh they'll yeah. Out big Definitely. Because that's the thing. That's the thing the pro was talking about. That's the scary thing about what's happening to us, y'all, is that these guys is gonna sit here and tell you that we giving you six hundred dollars. Whether whether it's a lot or not, they're gonna say we giving you six hundred dollars. But we giving the movie the uh the movie industry ninety billion or nine hundred billion or whatever the fuck they was already right. too much. <laughs> they don't need our goddamn money now for that ten dollar popcorn. But 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 that's the crazy thing about it. They they give us six hundred, but we they gonna get right. us six hundred million, six hundred billion, billion. I ain't talking about million. I'm talking about billion damn near. Like and and that's the sad part about it, man. But like y'all said, you know, as far as paying attention, I think. I think it's going to do two things. It's, it's, it's going to do one of two things. Either it's going to make you pay closer attention or it's going to make you just put your head down and be like, you know, I really don't fuck with government. I, I, I flat out can't even trust these motherfuckers. I don't fuck with them and I don't want to see it. You know, so it's going to do one of them. Right. It ain't going to do both. But it is a reality and it's a shocker more than anything. Man, for real. Nah. Oh, man. I think uh, this year, I mean, some people that stood out to me this year, though, during the 2020 that that was holding it down. It was like, obviously, all the people on the front line that was, you know what I'm saying, promoting positivity in the black communities and out there on the ground, getting this work in, making sure that people get out there and vote, also leading all of these positive protests. And and, and even some of the individuals that was doing some of the, the other, the backsided protesting, you know what I'm saying? That made a difference, too. I know a lot of people don't like to speak on it, but Sometimes yeah, that, that creates that creates attention to a, a cause. I mean, it's a means to an end for some people, and, and everybody don't respond to things a certain way, the same way. So, I mean, all of that 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 I think that was, that needs to be drawn attention. I think that was big for me to see uh, those individuals on the front and line a lot of, they're putting that work in because that's dangerous. And too. a lot of celebrities had a lot of impact on voting too this year. They brought to light and said, you know, was using their platform whether it was social media, Instagram, performing. You, did you see the performance with Megan Stallion when she was protesting kind of at the end of her performance on Saturday Night Live? And, and, yeah, and she said she can't breathe oh, and she had that mask on and protesting when all that stuff went down, when um, that guy died because he couldn't breathe with the police brutality and all that. They was using their voice as an outlet, which I was right. like, dang, that's powerful. And their music, you know, like... You know, a little baby is bigger than black and white. That's the prime example. People tired and their lyrics tell it all and they use their platform to speak out against all this negativity that's been going on with the police and the brutality and innocent people dying. But yeah, little baby that that bigger than black and white. I was like, wow, they really speaking out. They tired. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, and, and that's a good thing, man. You know, and I like, you know, and the song is actually called The Bigger Picture. And one of the things about Lil Baby, man, and we got this uh, this segment on the show when we talk about black excellence. So dude made, they said he made like $4 million off the song or whatever. He gave all that money. Not not a portion of it or whatever. He gave it all back to, you know, organizations like Black Lives Matter and like local places because I think he's from like the Atlanta area. He gave all that money back so motherfuckers can have Thanksgiving and he just did a, a lot of amazing right. stuff with the, with the money from the song, but it's just like, you know, we got to look at that and really understand 
it really is bigger than black and white. You know, it is about the bigger picture because sometimes we get so caught up in, you know, I was just reading the thing today. Sometimes we get so caught up in, I'm good. Right. Fuck who else ain't good? Or I'm I'm I'm, I'm right. safe. I'm I'm healthy. Fuck who else ain't. So it, it you know it make it hard sometimes, man. It make it hard sometimes. Hey, but I do want to redirect real quick. I don't want to cut nobody's thought process off. But we about forty minutes in. I wanted to see what else, what else, what else y'all want to talk about, man. This is our first episode of twenty twenty one, man. We doing big numbers out here. I'm looking at some of the questions and shit. Here well, we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about how many more people ended up pregnant. <laughs> that ain't funny, dog. I'm gonna have a baby. <laughs> That's not funny. Quarantine got quarantine that made people lazy and bored and think that the only thing they had to do in life is have sex. <laughs> you know how many celebrities and regular people didn't have more babies man. than they need to it, right now? <laughs> Man, it ain't even that. I'm telling you, like, you know me. I'm up in age, man. My kids is old as hell. So the last thing I wanted to do was, you know, have a new child. It's just when you, when you, when you on quarantine, and you ain't got, you know, you don't got that eight hours away from each other because we off at the office and stuff like that. And we'll, we'll, and then you find out you really can fuck with a, a person. You really can vibe with a person for damn near 24 hours a day because ain't nobody leaving the house. That's a little right. bit different than, you know, making the shit work, you know, for a couple hours after work before we go to sleep or we go out to dinner or shit like that. So that's why I think a lot of these, you know, pregnancies or whatever happen just because, like, motherfuckers can really start to be like, damn, right. I really like your ass. Right, <laughs> right. That's, that's odd. That's but also, <laughs> too, the divorce rates went up. Did you know that? Because people get tired of each other. They're around each other too much. Like... <laughs> And, and, and the, and the mm-hmm. violence rate went up. So that's a negative part of being quarantined. <laughs> you around that person, you start to hate them. Like, oh, yeah. I hate waking up next to you. You get on my nerves. <laughs> like, damn, dog, you still here, dog? You still here? <laughs> no, I kind of wanted to uh, give give some um, shout out to some of my artists that I've been messing with this year that that had a big year for me personally on my on my own. You know what I'm saying? Opinion on who who was doing their thing this year. You know, so I have to give you know what I'm saying. Big shout out to Nas, him and his album Buster Rhymes, Griselda, Lil Baby, The Baby, Freddie Gibbs, and Royce the Five Nine. Those artists this year, I think it was big. The moves that they made this year and the albums that they dropped. So, and that gave us like me personally a soundtrack for the COVID. So I just wanted to give a shout out to those artists for me personally because I know music right. is a big thing for me. And being in here just drove me crazy without having no new music coming out just because it's cold. So shout out to those. All right, I like to give a shout out to uh, Yo Gotti with that song. We back outside, back outside. <laughs> yeah, he went crazy with that. <laughs> and uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, I like I like the fact that you know she was speaking out, you know, about a lot of stuff, you know, political stuff too as well. Beyonce, she been helping a lot of people that's been getting evicted. She also actually bailed a lot of people out from getting evicted and getting put out their home. So that's that's I'm like, dang, like I didn't even know she was doing that. Did y'all know about that? What Beyonce was doing? Yeah, the the only reason why I actually know about it is because she was doing it through her music. Yeah. Right? So that's the only reason why I know how, that, that she was doing Yeah, it. that's a big that's movement dope, to that's save dope. people from losing their homes and getting evicted because ain't nobody else really doing stuff like that right now as far as like taking their money and giving it to people to not get put out their house like that. 
I like the way she did it though. She did it through the music label so that you know they she could pay these management companies and these realtors and these like she wasn't giving the money to the people, she was right. giving it to the folks that they owe, you know, like the, the companies and business to business and you know, through the labels, she could do it like that. It was real smooth, real clean, and nobody had to get messy and it was no oh, I gave you the money for your house and you ain't spending for that. It wasn't none of that. So the way she did it was brilliant. Her 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 management team has always been A one. So the fact that they did it through uh what's the name of her? Ivy name? Parker. Uh, I can't remember, but uh she got two Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. And she got two new artists that's on there, uh Chloe and Callie, these little twins. They was out doing performances with masks on and shit and all this kind of crazy shit through her motherfucking uh through her uh music label, Ivy Park. So that, that I like how she I like how she did that though. But, no, that's but yeah, okay. man. You know, just shout out to shout out to motherfuckers who stay strong, man, because it's easy to be like, fuck this. Right. <laughs> it's real easy to do that sometimes, man. But as far as musically, I saw a lot of stuff this year that I liked, man. That uh I probably wouldn't even heard or listen right. to if I wasn't on point. And also, so <laughs> you know, and also uh, one of the th- biggest uh, things that people, you know, fail to talk on is depression in our community as African Americans. We we put on this persona like depression doesn't exist, but this quarantine has done nothing but heighten a lot of people who suffer from depression and having all these anxiety and issues. I'm glad that they actually are offering outlets for people to get the support they need that are going through the depression and all these situations like that. Like you don't know people depressed. I'm glad that they're trying to push people to reach out to people and check on people if you ain't heard from them in a while. Because you don't know what people's mental state no, is with right, this quarantine right. and not being around people. That's affecting everybody mentally. Right, right. Because sometimes a person only outlet away from themselves and their and their and their deep inner thoughts is to really fuck with somebody, you know, and be around other people to lighten the load. So, you know, you're absolutely right. But um, you know, as far as like musically, man, because I know Pro had jumped that off. Musically this year, man. For me, it was really good to see a resurgence of some of the guys that that has been that have been in the game and, and they they got their recognition when they was in the game. They tried to come back a couple times and do their thing. But as far as Busta Rhymes, dude, the first time I heard dude on the song, I was 11 years old. I'm 40 fucking two or 43 or some shit like that now. So for him to be able to put out an album this year that actually smacked in 2020, he put out an album that was actually some quality music. That's a big plus for me. Nas came out with an album earlier in the year. It was good to just see Nas have a project out. It didn't. It, it didn't bump like the Buster project. It didn't dump like the uh like the Butcher Benny the Butcher project. But it was just good to have see him have some music out because the first time I heard his music, I was about eight. <laughs> so you know, it, it really just for me it was about the resurgence and seeing guys still be able to put together a quality project and not be a joke when they came out with it. You know. Absolutely. And it was it was just nice to see that, man. See see the reassurance of, you know what I'm saying, some of our vets in the game come out and can last and you know what I'm saying with last the time to test the time and, and get that music out there to the people. Cause we definitely need it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely I mean, because as much as I, I can fuck with because Megan Thee Stallion did phenomenal numbers this year. She actually won uh record of the year on um on the motherfucking BET awards or whatever. But um I mean, as far as her numbers, she doing numbers, and shout out to the female rappers. I know her and uh, Cardi B had the WAP song that took the world by storm when it came out. But at the end of the day, as as, as popular as those folks is, 
I need I need to hear something a little bit different than what they doing. I ain't shit no. It worked for who yeah. want to listen to. Mulatto, that I new artist Mulatto is gonna different. be the next best thing. Sounds like. Yeah, she, she is. They was bumping that shit on New Year's over here at the party. But the thing is, y'all gotta remember, old girl was on oh, the yeah. show. With yeah, Dupree, yep. she didn't even win shit. <laughs> she didn't even win. So you know, it just go back to sticking with your game, sticking with your craft, mm-hmm. sticking to your originality. And because she was doing that shit on there, but it was a little bit too raw for them. And at the time, she was three or four years younger, you know. So it was it was a little raw, and it was kind of like, bitch, hold on now, Megan, you ain't Cardi B, bitch. Wait, <laughs> but now she coming out and she got features. The thing with her, she got features. I never thought I'd see a, a new female artist. She got Scarface on the song from the Ghetto Boys. Oh. <laughs> that nigga, the old nigga. <laughs> he on the song with her. Like, what the her fuck? Label, How, yeah. How you pull this off? But she got a couple features. She got a couple features. Right. Her label. Her label and marketing. They putting the money into it. And she signed. Who she signed to? She, she signed. Who, who she was? She was um, she's your main Dupree artist. That's what I'm hearing. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she. So right. He got that's connections. You know, he got that's connections. Why she could do that. Okay. <laughs> right. Right, he know people. Jackson, he keeps more, right. more connected than he needed to be. No, nah, but what's up, bro? What else you got for us, man? What else you got on deck for us? I know Val trying to hit the gym. She's going to go to a motherfucking gym. As it's the best time to go when people leaving. Well, I ain't want to get it. I ain't want to um, really get into it, but obviously we got to address it, which is, you know, there was a ton of losses we took, a lot of L's that we took this year as far as people passing away. Um, oh, wow. You know, transitioning. So, and it's it's way too many to name, man. It's a lot of notable ones that come to to mind for most people. I mean, whether it be actors or political uh, figures in the game and sports, yeah. you know what I'm saying, athletes and, and shit like that. But it's I just want to give a condolences to everybody that lost a loved one, and you know what I'm saying. We appreciate those individuals that lost their lives during this this crazy year, 2020. So condolences to all of those families and shout outs to everybody that that lost somebody this year, including, you know, I lost my father this year. So, you know, that was that was personal for me. So it was a lot of loss yeah. in 2020. So it's a lot of names to, to mention. I don't want to forget nobody. And, and you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I just want to give a, a rainbow condolences to everybody because, you know, it was a lot of people lost this year. Yeah. We lost a lot of good people yeah. this year. A lot of people. Yeah. Debo. Oh, you're right, man. Whether it be, yeah, Devo. I mean, whether it was to COVID-19 or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, you know, we always lose some good ones throughout the year, yeah. every year anyway. So, you know, the thing with me, man, and, and I was just talking to my kids about this uh, the other day, you know, I always tell motherfuckers, I ain't going to live forever. So if there's anything good about me that you like about me that I did or that I do, that y'all can take on and, and right. pass the torch with, y'all do that. You know what I mean? So... So every year, I used to give out a present on my birthday because my birthday is so motherfucking close to Christmas that I would be like, hey, I know ain't nobody giving me shit, so I want motherfuckers to remember right. my birthday. So I would give out a present on my birthday. I ain't do that. I ain't do that this year. And it was just crazy to see the reaction. Like, you got to think these kids are 17 and 15 and 14, 13. They was looking at me like, nigga, what my present at? I'm like, dog, it's, right. <laughs> it's just a pandemic, dog. Like, y'all still on that shit with me? 
But they was yeah. really looking like, dog, where the stuff at, dog? Like, where the sparkling grape juice and all that? So so tradition and, and the things that we do, the thing that's great with us, man, we got to encourage individuals that's younger than us or that look up to us to be able to take them things on. Because right. ain't, ain't none of us promised to be here. You know, ain't none of us. And last year, in 2020, I turned over my motherfucking Cadillac Escalade on the highway yeah. six times. <laughs> and I'm here to I'm here to talk about it, but right, you know, that could have been it for the kid, honestly. Yeah. You know, but you know, but just knowing, you know, ain't yeah. none of us promised to be here. We got to push, you know, and, and let let motherfuckers know the stuff we do is great. Right. The stuff we do is good. Ain't right. for funsy. It's for y'all to learn from and grow from and and emulate and take on and yeah. pass the torch. You know, absolutely. And I, I just I just read an article today about. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out for some black excellence real quick to Nicholas Johnson, who became the first African American valedictorian in Princeton in 270 year, 274 year history. So, out of 274 years of history, he's the first African American valedictorian at Princeton. So that's a prestigious, that, I'm a prestigious school out there. Uh, and my man did his thing and he rocked out and. and, and made some history out there and that 274 years ain't nothing to shake at. So shout out to my man uh Nicholas Johnson for doing that man. That's that's huge. And like hey like he said though, you know, he was joking around with it, like playing with it, but he was like, you know, it's 274 years, but for 200 uh, 200 of those years, I wouldn't have even been able to attend that school. <laughs> so they just started letting motherfuckers in the goddamn right. school that was of color and what? So, so 200 out of 274. So in the 60s, they started letting African-Americans go to that motherfucker. So, and you know, it, it was funny that he said it, but at the same right. time, that's some real shit, though, to it's think about. <laughs> like, damn, we could have been right. that shit if y'all would have let us in. <laughs> but, but no, nah, that's a, that's a, a huge accomplishment, right. man. At an Ivy League school like that, Princeton and Harvard is two of the right. most highly regarded schools in the world. Right. Not just, not just the Yeah, US, they had an article on the news about a lot of college kids that are enrolling right now are minority or black students and they're all registering the Ivy League schools right now. And it's a sign of the changes in the times that's yeah. coming right now because like you said, years ago and years and years ago, that was not existent. And people, you know, a lot of our African-American students, they weren't thinking about Ivy League schools right at, at all. They were just like, oh, well, I'm just going to go to technical or whatever the case may be, but yeah, I'm going to go to us school. Go they to wasn't school. putting a lot of thought into it, but now it's like <laughs> becoming more common where they're showing statistics Statistics are showing that, you know, a lot of African-American and minorities are going to Ivy League school and registering this year or than any other year in the whole, you know, whole entire, yeah, it's just, that's an eye-opener right wow. there. That says something, No, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. And I love it, man. And, and that's what it's really about, too, for us, man. It's just understanding and enjoying the small victories, man. You know, we get so caught up in, but, but what about this? What, but what about this? Right. What about the small stuff that really matter, man? And, I mean, even this, even if y'all think about this, man, what we doing right now, this is, this is history. When the last time three motherfuckers, three different cities, related, not related, whatever the case may be, came together just on some old technology type shit just to build and add on. Now, I know, you know, I know I ain't trying to brag or nothing like this, but I know at least 100 motherfuckers gonna hear it because every podcast that we posted so far mm -hmm. got at least 100 listens. But it's more than about the 100 listens that, that, that we doing this. 
it's about being able to voice our opinion in a way that we want to voice it because how long we've been wanting to do shit like this, but we haven't been able to. You know, I know me and Pro had the TV show and shit like that. Motherfucker was just blown away by that. But we still couldn't say exactly what the fuck we wanted to say because the FCC and Time Warner Cable and all the motherfuckers had little, you know, little grips on us and little straps on us and shit like that. We was we was restricted in a sense. But with this, we can bring it. We can bring it out the fuck we want to bring it, man. And can't nobody say nothing about it. So, you know, I definitely appreciate you, Val, for stepping into the reins. And you know, next time we have you on, we might be might hop into. A little bit more relationship, shit. and we ain't got to get off yet. You know, we might we might have to do some boy girl bullshit before you get off today. That's the whole reason why, yeah. But um, but now nah, we making history, man. Pro knows right. he, he was talking about this shit on the first episode. Like as far as making right. history and being able to have your own platform to say what you want to say. Absolutely, and then and it's up for us to keep like keep that moving in a positive direction. Now. Hence, the push positive podcast. But if we wanted to get into something that was a little bit more intriguing to you know saying both sexes we can we can spark off the old the old conversation of uh between men and women who cheat the most and let's get that and you already know that get people that uh that right. conversation always get people going boy you know, uh, yeah, you already, say, I, right and you already know so you know, it, it always comes down to who cheat the most. And for me personally, as, as, when I was young, I always thought that it was like, because we've been taught as males that, of course, it's us. Because we, we're the devils in the situation. Right. Men is dogs, men is dogs, and all that kind of shit. And, right? and we've been taught that ever since we was young. So you wouldn't know any better as, as a young man until you really start getting into relationships like serious relationships when you when you get older and start maturing, you start realizing like, man, hold up. <laughs> somebody, somebody, <laughs> I, I've been fooled. <laughs> like, I don't know about this, though. I did some little research. I've been looking around and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like women got the upper hand in certain situations. So this is this, the thing with me. And, and I'm always going to, this going to always be my stance. I don't know who cheat more. I know men get caught more. So it ain't cheating unless you get caught. So I'm a, that's why I'm a, that's what I get caught more when you're trying to do the most. And we, 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 we ain't as smart as, or we ain't as slick as some of the women. So I ain't going to say we cheat uh, more. I don't know. The way dating is set up in Georgia <laughs> before COVID hit, you know how many married men try to talk to me? Every time I turned around. Yeah, but they, they got caught. They got caught. Every they time I turn around, then they're, oh, I'm not happily married. Uh, Okay, well, you need to go to counseling, sir, because I don't, I don't entertain married people. And I, I'm just saying, all right, so, 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 so what's your take on it, uh, Pro? What, who, 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 like, now that you've done the work and you put in the research and stuff, I mean, because just like Valerie, like, just like you were saying, now, hold on now. I, I was with, you know, I was with my partner before this. For, for a long time, and it was plenty of motherfuckers that would have went if I was trying to go. So, and they was female, yeah, <laughs> and they was in relationships. They was like, they was on some old, I know you got a girlfriend and I got a man type shit, so ain't right. one of us, neither one of us gonna tell type shit. So, yeah, yeah, but that's know, the only that's the go. only thing that comes with cheating, <laughs> though. It's like you gotta have somebody that's willing to cheat with you <laughs> if you're gonna do it, eat relationship or not, you know. But 
I think cheating right, works right. both ways equally from what I've seen being here in Georgia. I think women cheat just as much as men sometimes, depending on the circumstances. Because I've had female friends and they marry and they like, oh, she married too. And then when we go somewhere, you know, back in the day before COVID, you like she married, but she at this place sitting on this man's lap. Like you would never think she's married, but she, she out here acting single. So uh, that's a lot. So... Right, right. Yeah, I mean, but shit, that's how it be, though. I mean, I guess, I don't know, I guess it really comes down to to, to what you call cheating, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's flirting and shit like that, cheating, or it's kissing a bitch and then leaving, cheating, <laughs> or like, do you actually got a hit, or, or some people... <laughs> Some people think some people think you know mm-hmm. sex is just physical. It's the mental part. Are you whining and dying? Right. And talking slick to this right. Don't even do that to me. Hey, what, <laughs> what 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 the co- this comedian said? Like he said, "Man, we cheat just because it's Tuesday." <laughs> right. He said, "But y'all women ain't shit. Y'all be really liking motherfuckers." <laughs> Man, y'all see, I'll be interested. Like y'all be interested in the motherfucker. Like so, it's just funny. Like when you put it in perspective of, like I think guys cheat. And I think guys be out definitely out here doing some fucked up shit. So I want to give, I want to give nobody a pass as far as as far as like who's more innocent. But I do know that when the women do it, it's on some emotional and some physical. It's a lot of other things right. attached to it besides just physical. Right, so, they really like the motherfucker, that, but, and that's the disappointing part for us. So I think it, it, can, it can cut a little right. bit more deep and from that perspective, from a female's perspective, because it, it involves but more in, than just the physical aspect. Of but things. in all honesty, it's, it's you know, work. there's always a guy waiting for your boyfriend to mess up. It's like there's always that close guy friend that maybe you work with yeah. or maybe you just sociable with from time to time. And you're like, you know, if I was single, you know, I might talk to the dude. But soon as your guy mess up and he see you emotional right. and you crying or whatever, maybe it's like it's like they waiting for him to mess up. <laughs> and then guess right. what? And that's the crazy thing about it. And the women doing the same thing. And that's why I always tell chicks, you better be careful. If you got a good one, right? Bring them around your friends if you want to. Especially for y'all, especially for y'all single individuals that's miserable. And you know they ain't got no boyfriend and they ain't never had no good man and you got one? Right. You think they ain't it up? Right. <laughs> I can't wait. Stop I, can't, I hope. Right. I hope. And matter of fact, I'm going to tell when you do. You better <laughs> stop playing. And then talk to <laughs> Right. And some of them don't even wait. Some of them don't even wait till they right. mess up. They're like, no, nah, so I'm going to take my shot right now. And, and don't let them know, know some dirt on you because they telling that right. too. <laughs> yeah, they're going to blackmail your ass. But no, nah, I mean, Jay-Z said it best, man. Like, he said, I was just fucking the right. I was going to get right back. <laughs> like, hold on. Right. And then it's like, it's like, like but it's like <laughs> men sometimes can't handle what they dish out. Like, I was talking to, I think I mentioned you to you one time. I was dating this guy or whatever. And like, he must have been playing like these little mind games. Like, oh, I ain't going to text her for a couple days. I went one day without texting or responding to him. And the next morning, he it, it was like he was burning to call me. He was he couldn't wait to say something. He was like, good morning. I was like, good morning. He's like, I ain't even going to ask you what happened about yesterday. <laughs> you, you did it today, but it's okay for me. It's not okay for me to do wow. it one day. Like, okay, no, no, you can't handle it, can you? <laughs> no, no, but... but- 
But you got but and this, I was just having a conversation with uh about it with the individual about this the other day. So and, and I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna leave the topic alone. But we can't act like it on double standard because this is the thing with me. If if I if I hear a female name in the street like this guy didn't hit and this guy didn't hit another, I'm like ah man she this and she that I can't really do. But if I'm doing it, they gonna say one thing. Oh yeah, he fuck with bitches. <laughs> yeah, so fuck with a lot of yeah he fuck with bitches. Yeah, I get a crown for it. But the females, oh, no, nah, I don't want none of that, dog. Right. Everybody has right. candy. Y'all don't want none of that. Her candy dish. And that's unfortunate, but that's right. the reality that we got to deal with, live right. with, and, and work through. God damn it. And that, that plays into that. And see, some things that you set up for yourself, or that's been set up just with interaction between females and males, is that you set, you set these, how do you call them, standards for people. That mm-hmm. most people are gonna live up to. Be careful when you set those standards for people and you put people on pedestals or you set those standards for people because when they live out those standards that you already set for them, if you if your ideation is that all men are dogs, and then you get into a relationship and then you saddened by the fact that a man was a dog, you don't want to set that standard and you kept that standard going up, all men are dog. Are you shocked by what the results are? If that was your expectation going into it. And if you go into it right. with that expectation, how are you going to treat it, dude? Right. Yeah, like treat about to be a dog. Right. Or, or vice versa. Yeah, about to be. As a, as a man, if we set a standard that we're we going to treat a girl like this until until this, or we're going to treat them like this or treat them like that, then we're going into that situation already understanding, not even giving it a fair shot, knowing that we set the standard and setting the grounds for when that shit happened. And you know, man, we got fragile egos. Most of us, most, most dudes won't admit it. But that's just what it is, man, at the end of the day. And that's why you said, like you said, right? most dudes be hurt because they, like, you ask most dudes, like, if you, if you cheat on your girl, do you expect her to take you back? Most dudes will say, absolutely, you should because you're supposed right. to be a ride and die. You're supposed to be this and this and that. And then oh, she the, every the name in the book. Oh, <laughs> she every name in the book. <laughs> she, she every name in the book. No, you a slut. You this, you that. Yep. And I ain't never... I ain't never subscribed subscribe to that. So I just always be like, if you cheating out here and I don't want to take you back, they're going to take you back. But that that has more to do with that person's insecurities or whatever they, they right. were fighting, whatever they willing to fight for than right. the, the person that actually did the cheat. So I think it, it goes both ways. I think women are smarter. I think they've been not held right. accountable for cheating as much as men. So I think at some, at some point right. when you're not held accountable, for cheating as much as men have, right. obviously you get away with it more. Like if me and you standing on the block, and it's just simple science. If me and you stand on the block, and you know they rarely pat down women going into the club, like when we going out there, I'm right. gonna give you my gun because they ain't gonna pat you down. Right. They ain't gonna pat you down. They gonna pat me down. So it's the same thing with cheating. Like most women can cheat and get away with that shit, and use some kind of emotional excuse that you was getting neglected or something like that, and kind of get a pass from that shit. Man, oh, we ain't get, no but women ain't, but women ain't getting no pass for cheating either, because you know, like, like Randell said, it's a double standard though. Men like they look down upon that. If you, if your woman get but caught listen. cheating, like fuck that, she every name in the book, yada yada yada. Y'all not forgiving us instantly like that. Y'all gonna be like, nah, I don't want you back. You done been around, da 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 da. da. No. <laughs> I know I ain't got <laughs> Like, all right, you already cheated. So am I going to accept you back? Now, what I'm 
talking about is women cheat who's holding them accountable. It ain't all <laughs> men that's holding them accountable, but all women will right. hold men accountable when they cheat. What I'm saying, because it's easier for y'all to get away with it, because y'all can use some, oh, you want to get Here's my opinion, uh, but here. But but man, because men are so sloppy sometimes with what they do, it's like they be feeling like they not gonna get caught. But see, that was my point. But see, that 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 was my point. Yeah, y'all be thinking y'all not gonna get caught, but we have something on y'all. It's called women intuition, and it do exist, and this shit's real. Period. Right, but see, you know what? As women, okay, but look, okay, but in my defense, right. So here's my here's. Yeah, what happened to your connection? Did you change? Yeah, did you change from your earpiece or something, Jamal? Because it sounds like you far away. Oh, it sounds better now. But my thing is, okay, that's much better. But my thing is with intuition, like I do, I, I, I know my faults. Okay, so take me for instance. I had intuition that this guy went shit, right? Some just told me he went shit from the first date. Okay. My intuition kicked off, but my dumb ass still. My intuition kicked off. Okay, <laughs> this time a date, shit. you go on a date, and a guy take you on a date, and he want to kiss on your neck and kiss on your back and all that. You know what time it is. Okay, he ain't about nothing. He's just trying to screw whatever. My intuition that told me that, <laughs> but you know what my dumb self did? Still thought, okay, no, nah, he not like that, whatever, or whatever the case may be, because I'm listening to his little game or whatever. But my intuition did do it. Tell me, and ding, 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 ding. Val, you know better. 36, you know better, you know the game. What you doing? Guess what? Still went for it, and then what? He still did the same little thing. I was like, I had to fall back and just but intuition does exist. You know why it don't exist sometimes? Because we ignore it. That's the fact. We ignore it. We see the red flags, but we still ignore yeah. it. And then we be wondering why we hurt. We already seen it. We already seen how it was gonna be. We seen the preview of the movie. We just ignored it because we was trying to get somebody for the benefit of the doubt. Right, I watched the trailer. Yeah, I, I was like, "Nah, that ain't really what's gonna happen." Nah, he ain't gonna do that. <laughs> Fool me. <laughs> Went into the look, believe the little game. Nah, I mean, but but ain't nothing wrong with that though. You, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. It's human nature to try to you know get the best out of a person or try to give a person the opportunity to prove to prove you prove you wrong or prove you right. Because that's yeah. really the only way we can do it, you know. Especially in the dating game, you know, everybody. 
Pro, hit, hit it with the uh, like. So if y'all listening to us for the first time, it's this uh, <laughs> it's this concept that Provoc introduced a, a couple uh podcasts back about a motherfucker when you on a date, you your your representative show up. <laughs> Tell about the representative, bro. Absolutely. Well, most of the time when you date somebody, you're not meeting that real person anyways. And they were all dating to me personally until we can get back to a sense of everybody being honest with each other. It's just basically you, you, you yeah. know, you're talking to somebody's representative. And you know, <laughs> like nowadays, like I told I told a show like a couple podcasts ago, is that when you when you're trying to figure out and learn and build with somebody. Most people ain't interested in figuring out who you are and trying to build to find out who you are. They trying to build and find out who you are so they can figure out which way to lie to you. <laughs> right. What, what's the best you? Right. What's the best deal? Right. No, and the I ones that you, no. <laughs> and the guys that know so, that you're a relationship type of female, they come to you with relationship type of stuff like, oh yeah, I want the family, I want this, this, this. And then you see their actions. Oh, yeah. You see their actions and the, oh, the yeah, way they, they do things. You're like, oh, he didn't fed me some game. Next. Right. And that's what that's what I said. It's built off of yep. let me learn about you so I can know how to lie to you. So it ain't learning about you so they can really build right. It's learning about you so they can learn how to lie to you. But lies to you. How deep is that though, man? How deep is that when 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 the dating game is no longer getting to know somebody, so you can so take you can advantage of them. them. Yep, it's getting to know somebody, so you can deceive them. Yeah, so you can deceive it. So, uh, and that's the scary part about it, man. So, as far as you know, the the, the original question, they just bring this back full circle. If a person is cheating, or if somebody do cheat, or whatever, it's because they didn't they didn't sign up for a team they didn't want to play on. You know, we don't don't nobody want to play on the goddamn Raptors. <laughs> But when you go out and you didn't trick this bitch and act like you the number one fan on the Raptors, now later when you a Lakers fan, you're gonna find you a Lakers fan. And you're gonna end up cheating and doing but but it's basically the, the re, it don't matter who cheat cheat more, I guess. I guess it matter about the reason why motherfuckers right. is stepping out and how we can avoid that. You right. know, because I mean if we if we really put a full census out there, ain't nobody really gonna nah. tell the if they in a relationship they're trying to salvage. But if they out of a relationship, right? Oh yeah, man, I did that. I did this. Woo woo woo. But if they're in an actual current relationship, right. oh no, man, I would never cheat on her. <laughs> they were just out last night getting the dummy dummy. But you know, but that's how I be, man. But I I love that question though. And as soon as you asked it, right? All these, I'm I'm on the site right now. I'm on the anchor site on my computer, and the first person that said it. Like it doesn't matter because when uh men men cheat for right. sex and women cheat for feelings, so it don't matter. And then the other guy, like, hey, we can fuck anybody, but if, if you at home and we care about you, that's all that matters. So right. you know, the question the question is gonna always be the question, you know. But I guess I the feelings behind it or, or the reason behind it is what right. that's why men is from But I done started to skip look, I done started to skip <laughs> steps now. <laughs> I'm an I'm in, I'm already in a new stage of twenty twenty one dating. Damn. So I don't even go to the stage of like, oh let me tell him what type of man I'm looking for so he can try to be that. I skip all of that because I already know what part that is. You just trying to like Jamero said, you just trying to see what I like so you could try to be that. So what I ask I start asking I start asking different questions so now. I'm like, oh, so uh, what are your intentions? Are you trying to find somebody to hook up with from time to time? You looking for a friend with benefits? Are you trying to date to have a relationship or a partnership with somebody? And then 
you got to ask these kind of questions up front. Like you say, some people ain't going to be honest, but there's some men out here that be like, yeah, I just want to have somebody I can chill with from time to time and have relationships, relations with. I respect a man better if he upfront and honest than the sugarcoat right. something, acting like he wants something else. And then later on you find out, oh, this nigga deceptive as heck. He could have just been honest with me and I would have saved him some time. <laughs> hey. I would have hey, saved him some hey, time. Says the same <laughs> shit about really? <laughs> he said the same shit two weeks ago. He said he said he had to redefine his uh right. his examination process when he go out with these women and, and he meets these women and stuff like that. Just be he honest. Was just talking about the importance of just being honest, like hey, right? T- t- tell right. me also that I have the choice yeah. to decide if I want to talk with you or not. And that's right. Give me the choice. What's wrong with giving somebody a choice? If you give me a choice, if you give me the choice, I respect you better as a person. I respect you better as a person if you just come correct and be like, you know what? I just got out of something. I ain't looking for nothing serious. Honestly, I'm just looking to have fun. I respect a man that better comes to me like that than to sit there and try to paint this. Oh, I want the family. I want to be with you. I want to build with you. Oh uh, yeah, me, me and me, we, me and her on the, we, we on the verge of breaking up right now. I just got to figure out a way to get my stuff out the house. Yeah, Ooh, that, that's every nigga. Right, mind. we, we, we breaking up. Every right. nigga breaking up. <laughs> every nigga outside is breaking up apparently. Yep. But now, nah, like you said, just reexamining the questions in the, in the, in the, in the, in the. In the the way you approach the situation. And like you said, you can only hope the motherfucker tell the truth. Right. And if I give you the opportunity to get an understanding of what something is so I can have clarity and you can have clarity of what something is, then later on, I can't come to you like, oh, I didn't know, you know. No, we had this discussion. You told me X, Y, Z. Um, Let me refresh your memory, sir. Right. (laughs) You silly as hell. No, but that's what it is, though. But what's up, bro, man? What you think, man, as far as just moving forward 2021, man? What can we do differently, you know, is 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 positive motherfuckers, people that's trying to do something with this and dating or business or whatever. What can we do differently now, man, that's going to make shit a little bit different and more productive for us? I, I think what, I, what I've always wanted to see done and how it would affect society as a whole is the people using their their financial power Mm -hmm. to create the change that they want to see. Mm -hmm. Because I think right now as the consumers Mm -hmm. we control a lot of shit that's going on in the world. As Mm -hmm. consumers and especially black people the black dollar in America if we decided to all get together Mm -hmm. and figure out a way how to control that we would get all we're asking for and more. But the fact that it's difficult to do and most people count, you know, the majority count on us not being able to do it and that the minority of rich people count on us not being able to do it. It's just one of those things where I would just like to see how the world would be if we can actually invoke that power and use it to, to benefit us in a way to where we can make things balance out a little bit more on our, in our favor. So I, I would like to see something like that happen more often. I mean, the protests and all of that stuff is great, but I think if we can use that protest coupled with this buying power that we got, I think we can evoke some more change than we ever have in any other thing that we've ever done. So I would I, like to move I forward would, seeing something like that happen. 
right. So the reason, the reason, what, what, real quick, the reason why I asked that question is because that was a question that came up on the podcast. I actually just, I typed most of your answer on there, but I'm assuming they trying to listen to it right now. <laughs> but because uh, they they on the lag, so right. it's a it's a it's a site that we go on called uh, Spreaker. That 12 minutes after the podcast right. starts, they can hear it. So they 12 minutes behind. I would like okay. to see so some of the black-owned business about? owners be able to get some of the prices that a lot of these Asian business owners and Mexican owners get. Our price, we can't, the reason we can't support sometimes or don't choose to support black-owned business is because their rates are like double the price of some of the Asian places because they get better prices on their products and our products they're the same products but we're getting double charged and I think there needs to be somebody to come in to monitor that better so we can have the same opportunity as some of these other races and other type of businesses that are out here period that's why we're being affected the most too right so for whatever fucking reason I don't know why it is but we as black business owners don't feel like we can go to the same sources and get the same shit as 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 the the Asian individuals or the or even the Arabs or whatever. So I want like so the thing is this like instead of us going to a store that sells the shit retail and buying it for their price and trying to sell it for a dollar more to make a profit, why don't we go wholesale and figure out the the best price for the for the bulk of it? But it's because black people don't like to invest money in bulk. We don't like to do that. We'd rather buy some shit for $12 on the shelf at the store and then right. sell it for 13 in our store and make a dollar profit. I don't know why we mm-hmm. act like that. Maybe it got something to do with slavery or being brought over here. I don't know. But it's always a way to get something yeah. cheaper. It's always a way to get something wholesale. And we really or maybe that. So that's why the prices Or are maybe some of the same resources are not I mean, out there to uh, educate educate some of these black entrepreneurs Man, it's 2021. It's 2021, man. Mm. The internet is the internet. Ordering is ordering. <laughs> Whatever the fuck they ordering it from, we should be able to put our goddamn card on the same site. And order the it's same about the education like and said, about the resources. Like, you know, my sister went through that, trying to buy hair from this person. Yeah, she went through that, trying to buy hair from she, this she woman. She wouldn't right even now. give her her resource. Yeah. That's what we do to each other. We don't want to support each other. Yes. That's so shady, and, though. And like, who does that? Together. That's the thing. It'd be different if you was Yes, we're not if supporting each enemy, other. But honestly, that's why enemy. we're not together, we're not going to be better than some of the other nationalities that are out here that's supporting each other. You see an Asian lady, she finna tell you where she got her stuff if she's Asian and another Bro, lady so Asian and they got a business. They're going to support each other. Why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? Pro was just talking about that. Pro Vox was just talking about that. <laughs> It's called it's called it's called financial communication. That's what the term for it is in the law books and in in, in in business. It's called financial communication. We are the only people that don't utilize financial communication. If most motherfuckers, most people and individuals would be like, Hey, I know how to get that same product mm-hmm. for such and such dollar. Why are you still paying ten bucks for it? Hey, let's go play golf nope. and talk about it. Hey, let's go have coffee and talk we don't. about it. Not us. We don't do that. I don't know why we don't do it, but it's financial communication. So financial communication, lesson number one. I told Pro the other day I was going to buy some Amazon stock. I want to let y'all know the Amazon stock today on the stock market closed at $3,122 a share. I can't buy any of that right now. <laughs> but I also know 
the McDonald's stock closed at two hundred ten dollars and twelve cents today. So my little dirty ass six hundred dollars they gonna give me is gonna give me three shares of McDonald's stock. And I don't give a fuck what y'all say. McDonald's ain't going nowhere no time soon. So my little six hundred dollars right. is gonna turn into six thousand in ten months, and I'm with that. But it's <laughs> but it's about financial communication. I was looking at some of other stocks out there. I mean, it's shit. It's stocks you could buy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Two hundred ten dollars is not right for a stock, but at the same time, it's something we can actually afford. You know, we could do that. I ain't buying no three thousand. Right, Amazon right. Stock. That was my dream. But, but see, me, I'm total opposite though. <laughs> like, if I find a good deal, or but if I find a sale somewhere, and my homegirl like, girl, where you get that? I'm sharing websites. You know, I'm like, I got it from here. Mm-hmm. This where you can get this, this, this. And it's like, we don't empower each other right. enough. And it's all based off right. of jealousy a lot of times. And that's deeper than anything else right now. We don't want to see each other succeed either sometimes. We don't want to see each other succeed. That's just period. That's I noticed that too. That's real sad. It is sad. No, that's... But that's sad though. Because the thing is, the thing is, if if, if one of us, uh, what did he say? Uh, it was a rap song. He said, if one of us make it, I feel like all of us make it. You know, and we got to yeah. have that. We got to have that type of mentality more, you know, because the thing is, mm-hmm. if, if one of us can show that we can glow, then we can all take that as inspiration and get to that point ourselves. But until we do that, man, right. it's going to be some hating type shit. Like, ah, do we think he all that type shit? But. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. It's sad. It's sad, but at the same time, like y'all was saying at the beginning of the podcast tonight, it's eye-opening. Everything has to be an eye-opener. We got to take everything right. as an eye-opener, take everything yeah. with a grain of salt, and learn and grow from it. That's all we can do. You know, you know what the scary thing is, is that a lot of this, this conversation that we're talking about, we're not sharing amongst each other. Some of it is just it's subconsciously mm-hmm. done, which is more scary than consciously mm-hmm. doing it. Wow. Like, you're wow. doing it on purpose, like, on some old, right. no, I know this source, but I ain't telling you on purpose. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm most, a villain. Majority people, if you being a villain, that's one thing. Absolutely. <laughs> the majority of the people out here talking right. about it, though, they don't even realize that mm-hmm. they're doing it. That's the shit that's fucked up and scary to me, is that you subconsciously not doing mm-hmm. this, and, like, you're doing it subconsciously and don't even realize the effect that it's having, and that if everybody is doing it in that way, right? And then we, we, can't, we can't come together. Go ahead. Right, and I would, and I think that a lot of the stuff that we don't realize, as far as like on a day to day, we all got some type of bias in us, and we don't realize we subconsciously do things sometimes without even realizing. Like, oh, I just judge this dude, and I ain't even realize I was judging him in the grocery store off his appearance. But guess what? He got a whole black wife right here, and I'm thinking he's some racist dude, and. to me or whatever but we subconsciously do stuff sometimes not realizing we do it and we're biased um and that's not healthy either by being biased and not realizing we're subconsciously judging people right away or we're jealous or we envious but honestly what i've noticed though too another thing to not really get off topic i've noticed that our own african-american people we won't compliment each other but if a if a caucasian or another nationality see something they like on you they can be like, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. I love your hair. Da, 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 da. But then you see Shaniqua over there. She looking you up and down like she know you <laughs> and she's subconsciously judging you. Like, oh, this chick thinks she all that. You could just tell by the way she's looking at you. All of that is going on in her head. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of it got to do with self-validation. You know, if it, 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 it's, you know, unfortunately, the reason why we act how we act sometimes as a people is because we were brought up on a pie mentality. And what I mean by a pie mentality is that we act like life is a pie and it's cut into 16 pieces. And if this person got four pieces, that means it's only 12 left for us. 12 left for us. And if this person got eight pieces, now only half of it left. And now we got to fight and kick each other for the last mm -mm. eight pieces. And, uh, nope. No other race was brought up like that. Nope. No other nationality was brought up on this pie mentality. But because we have that pie mentality, if I right. do a compliment, goddammit, now it's only 15 pieces of pie left for me. Now, I can't do that shit, but we, we got to get out of this pie mentality where I think I, it's a book about it right. that I was reading, and it's called Stuck in the Pie. You know, we we, right. we, we live our life stuck in the pie, man, and, and I don't even know why we do it. It ain't even no reason, but we got to find a way to get right. out of that mentality because if we do, we're going we gonna to flourish, man. We're going to really – and, 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 you know, don't get me wrong. There's certain individuals in the community that don't think like that, like the basketball coaches and the – and the and the motivational speakers and the and the individuals that's out here as life coaches and trying to help folks and do all that, they not really in the stuck in the pie mentality right. because they trying to help everybody get their piece of. But that's what they right. say. We still say it. I'm just trying to help everybody get their piece of the pie. It ain't even no fucking pie, dog. This <laughs> shit everywhere, nigga. It ain't no cake. It ain't no pie. Uh -uh. It's everywhere, dog. But we, I'm just trying to get my piece of the pie. But see me, but see me, if I see a woman and she looks beautiful or I like her sweater, I'm like, oh my gosh, I like your sweater. That's pretty or whatever. Honestly, not, not only thinking, you don't know what type of day this woman having. Maybe she was depressed. Maybe she's subconscious about what the way she looked and you can help uplift her with a little simple compliment. And that's all, that's all she needed to hear. That's all she needed to hear. That's all she like, needed to hear. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, what you were saying, though, bro? What did you say? No, I thought she was adding no. I know Val finna go to the gym. Uh -uh. Got the sip up, like we got the sip up. I'm sipping on my sip up, man. The more uh -uh. Jamar, you got a little drinky drink. Yeah, drink. Uh -uh. That's a tradition. We 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 we, we crack our shit. Uh -uh. We crack our shit before we get on the air, so we ain't trying to disrespect nobody. If y'all got alcoholism problem, uh -uh. Jamar, you ain't got nothing, huh? Definitely sipping on shit. Not tonight. Not tonight. I'm, a little no, tonight. Break. <laughs> I'm tired tonight. But normally, normally, <laughs> but normally, normally we have a little something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, man, I, I think this shit was epic tonight, man. I mean, as far as everything from, you know, us being able to pull this little technology piece together all the way to, you know, the topics that we hit and all that type of stuff to start off a year, man, to start off a, a, a brand new year with a fantastic uh, platform. Fantastic podcast, uh, you know, great individuals all coming together with like, which, which surprised the shit out of me, surprisingly like minds to just be saying some of the same shit that has already been, you know, looked at and added on with. It, it just showed it, you know, as a people, we starting to finally fucking aim in the yeah. same direction, man. That's that's refreshing to me. That's that's really refreshing to me. But um. To all y'all, I want y'all to hit the link, man. If y'all if y'all listen to this podcast right now, whenever you listen to it, morning, next week, whatever, it's a link in the motherfucking. <laughs> um, let me stop cussing. It's a link in the description. <laughs> it's a link in the description. So if y'all want to ask us any questions or add on about this particular podcast, man, we we definitely gonna um address these questions on episode thirty. 
Uh, I, I think we say episode 30, right, bro? I, think, I believe so. I believe so. I y'all 30th episode. Uh, That's what's up? Okay, cool. So episode 30. Oh, okay. No, no, we only on 18 right now. Okay. But we did it on 15. We addressed the questions on 15. So 15 episodes later, we're going to do it all over again, man. It was a lot of very, very amazing questions last time. I look forward to more. It's just crazy, man. This technology is so crazy that that we can get at folks. Like, these, these guys is getting at us right now, damn near 10 minutes after we say something, they ask us questions about it. So I thought that was really Because before, you couldn't do it. If it wasn't posted, you couldn't hear it or see it. But now, because right. we got it set up, we damn That's near cool. partially live, kind of. You know what I mean? So, it's dope. No, it's dope. It's dope. It's dope. But, hey, I ain't trying to hold y'all on like, man, I know y'all got stuff to do. Did y'all have any other points y'all wanted to hit on? Any remarks? Val, I know you're a special guest. If you had something you brought on your mind before you dropped <laughs> on, let us know. So, I know you always got a bag of shit to talk about. What y'all want to hit? No, I'm good. We can let it. We can we can let it rock for this evening. You know what I'm saying? We can save it for the next episode. But you know what I mean. Like like I always say, I think that every episode. Shout out to all the people on the front line. Shout out to everybody that lost their life on the front line. And Here's with closing that, like, my closing statement is: no doubt. Hey, tomorrow's not promised. If you love anybody, if you care about them, make sure you tell them on the regular. Don't wait till they pass to give them flowers. Don't wait till they pass to do nice things. Don't wait till they pass to send them just simple stuff. A good morning text. Let them know you're thinking about them at least. Hey, life is too short. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Hey, y'all said it best. I'm going to get up out of here, man. It's another successful uh, episode of the Push Positive Podcast, man. I'm Showtime. Uh, this is my man, Provoc, the uh, EC event affiliate. And we got my girl, Val, man. Y'all think 